Welcome to Pushing Through. I'm Tate Frazier, and as always, I am joined by the kid, BJ Armstrong. And for the third time on this program, we are bringing in the general manager of the Detroit Pistons. He is Troy Weaver, and BJ is fired up, and I am fired up. Welcome back to the program. Welcome back to Pushing Through, Mr. Troy Weaver. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's been a while, but uh, I'm excited to join you guys today and looking forward to it. You know, Weave, I'm beyond excited. You know, there's one word coming out of the city of Detroit right now. It's excited. We are excited right now. We we excited. We got so many things to talk about, but just how you doing? You know, there was a, during the draft, we were so excited. We we can't. We still excited about the draft and everything you've done there. <laughs> Just tell us how you doing. How you handling all this? You call it a retool, right? That's what you call it—a retooling, restore. Yeah, restoring. Okay, re re something. <laughs> mm-hmm. But tell us about how mm-hmm. the process is going. Um. No, I mean, I've been uh, around basketball a long time. And the anticipation going into the season is probably most exciting I've been um, since I've been in the game of basketball. And the excitement is because, you know, the goal uh, is to put a team on the floor that the city can be proud of and resonates. And they can say, okay, those are the Pistons. And uh, that's why we call it restoring. Um, when I first got here, I kind of felt like, you know, we were in the red, uh, trying to dig ourselves out of a hole. And uh, for the first time, I feel like we're ground zero. Uh, now we're ready to take a step forward. Um, but we have uh, some tremendous young men um, that are excited uh, about restoring the Pistons. Uh, everybody in the organization, uh, training staff, scouts, coaching staff, front office, support staff, everybody is uh, really bought into restoring the Pistons. And uh, we can't wait uh, to get on the floor and uh, hopefully take a, a real step forward this year in our restoration process. But, uh, you know, when you're going through it, uh, it's kind of hard to – you know, see and feel it um, and actually get your head up. But we're going to keep our heads down and keep working. And uh, one day, um, hopefully uh, in the near future, we we can uh, bring back parade to, to Detroit. That's what uh, the Pistons fan base is used to. And uh, we want to uh, restore and bring that back so uh, they can really be uh, excited about this group. But it, it, it's been fun. The process has been fun. Tremendous support. I'm I'm thrilled every day uh, to be a part of, uh, of the Piston program, the organization. And, I mean, <laughs> the season can't start fast enough for me. Mm. 
And as soon as you said parade, I just saw a smile come across BJ's face. He was like he was a kid again in Detroit. So, And one of the things that uh, I remember the first time you came on, Troy, you talked about the pride of wearing Pistons gear and, and being proud of being from Detroit and being a part of that city. And I look at the hat that you have on right now. It's Detroit versus everybody. And it seems like that mentality and that attitude is now infectious. And you see it even with the Lions, right? People are excited about Dan Campbell. And there's a lot of excitement around Detroit sports right now. How does it feel to be in the city of Detroit right now? No, it was exciting times. You got every team here uh, pretty much going through the same thing. A rebirth. I mean, uh, I'm excited about the Lions. I'm actually going to Lions training camp tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> nice. Brad, Brad Holmes and I have connected. I'm excited about what they're doing over there. Uh, obviously, what the Red Wings are doing, uh, they got some really talented young guys. Uh, they're up and coming, and Tigers are in the same situation, rebuilding their program. So it's a, it's a it's a good good time to be a, a, a sports fan in Detroit and uh, grow with these teams right now. And uh, we're looking forward to upholding our end of the bargain. Well, Troy, before we get to to the basketball, I ran into Jalen Rose at the NBA Finals, and all we talked about was the Detroit Pistons and Troy Weaver. And how we've adopted you into the city of Detroit. And you know what we say. And I would be remiss to all of us Detroit fans, the true fans, not the ones who just come on board when the things are good. When we say we can look at Troy and we know he understands when we say, what up, doe? And he understands that. (laughs) Troy, how have you and your family adopted so quickly to the fabric of the city of Detroit and what that really means? Well, I mean, it's really been easy um, for me. Uh, I really can identify with the city, um, Blue Collar City, a lot of different ethnic races. um, You know, me growing up in Washington, D.C., being around so many different walks of life, different people, different ethnic ethnic races, I was able to, you know, adjust pretty seamlessly. Um, You know, when you look around the country and different cities, and it's different places that I could fit there, and I always felt that I could fit in Detroit. Um, Mm. I always liked the teams. Um, I really liked the the, the bad boys. I really liked the going. I liked the product that the Pistons used to put on the floor. Uh, so it was pretty pretty easy for me. Um, it's a hardworking town. Uh, people work hard. And they want to come and uh, see a team on the floor uh, that they can be proud of. So um, us adjusting to the city is pretty easy. Um, mm. You know, myself being a minority, um, having a huge uh, minority base here in Detroit. Um, I, I feel like home from day one. Um, I tell this, I don't know if I said this the first time I was on the show, but I tell people all the time, there's been some great people that came to Detroit from D.C., and they've been so great, people think they're from Detroit. 
<laughs> and that's that's my goal. Like people think Dave Bing is from Detroit. Dave Bing is from DC. People think Marvin Gaye is from Detroit. Dave uh, Marvin Gaye is from DC. Like everybody adopted the Martin Lawrence show. People think Martin from Detroit. No, Martin's from DC. So I want to be <laughs> I, I want to be the fourth person to come in then. You know, Mount ten Rushmore. years later, be like, "Oh no, Troy from De- <laughs> Troy from Detroit." So, uh, those people they came and uh, they were part of the city and part of the fabric and uh, made themselves at home. And uh, I look forward to doing the same. Mm. Love that, love that. I have to ask Troy uh, because you mentioned all the Pistons teams that you you really loved over the years, and you mentioned the Bad Boys. And when you think of the Bad Boys, you think of the Hall of Fame backcourt. You know, you think of Joe Dumars, you think of Isaiah Thomas, and when you think about the championship team under Larry Brown, you think about Chauncey Big Shot Phillips, and you think about Rip Hamilton. A lot of great backcourts in the history of the Pistons, and right now you have two young stars: one who just had a great rookie season, and one who showed a lot of promise, obviously in college, and a lot of people are excited in Jay Nivey. So, how nice is it? to have a formidable backcourt in a place that it's known for having great backcourts and to have such a young backcourt that can grow together. I, I find that fascinating. Yeah. I mean, we're excited about those young guys. I mean, Dumas and Thomas, arguably the best backcourt ever. I mean, ever. Mm-hmm. They both finals MVPs um, and their greatness was what they gave to the team. Uh, then you got Billups and, and, and Hamilton, who were tremendous. Um, I mean, we like these guys, Cunningham uh, and Ivy. Uh, we think that, you know, they have some special gifts. Uh, if we can cultivate them the right way, hopefully uh, there'll be a backcourt in the future that people talk about. But we're excited about who they are as people, uh, the way they work, and um, hopefully they can, you know, galvanize us the way that those backcourts did with those mm. Pistons teams in the past. You, you know, I want, I want to start here with Mr. K. Cunningham. I want to start here with him. What are we, what should we be looking for in year two with his development? as he continues to mature in this league. I mean, he had a phenomenal, I thought, rookie season. He started off a little yep. slow due to injury. But you can really see that this young man has a chance to be special in this league with his size, his basketball awareness, and his ability to create opportunities, not only for himself, but to take – he was a willing passer, a willing player to take big shots at the end of the game. How, what are you looking for in year two for him as one of your core players? For me, it's his leadership. I talk to him often about the great leaders of the game, mm. whether it's Magic Johnson, Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, LeBron James, I say, hey, you can have this great talent, but if you don't give it to the team, you're not going to be the team you want us to be. And mm-hmm. so I'm constantly talking to him about his leadership because just like your ball handling and shooting your passing, leadership has to be cultivated. Mm-hmm. And 
I'm making sure that we cultivate because he has it. He has the ability to be a great leader, but we have to continue to show him uh, the way and how that's done. You know, if you take it off yourself and give it to the team, the team will morph into what we want it to be. And he's, that's a big reason we chose him on. Uh, as you've seen, that rookie class is tremendous. Yes. Tremendous. But he's the one guy that has the ability to lead and connect the team. And so looking for that growth in year two to continue to grow his leadership skills, his game, his game will take care of itself. But if he can continue mm-hmm. to grow as a leader, we have a chance to be special in years to come. Hmm. I love to hear that. And I remember last year when we talked about uh, the number one pick, we, we talked about the guy that believes he should be that guy. And Cade obviously always had that confidence and always carried himself that way that, you know, he was that guy. And that, that has a lot to do with it. Confidence plays a big part. So so we love to see that. I also love to remind people that there is a coach of the year in Detroit as well with Dwayne Casey. And he is a guy who has succeeded at the highest level and obviously knows how to get the, the most out of players. So what is it like to have Coach Casey come in a situation where it was a roster, like you said, in the red, but now he gets a rejuvenated roster and a lot of young talent. How much fun is he having, you know, with the guys like Sadiq Bay and obviously Cade Cunningham and even a guy like Marvin Bagley, who I thought was a great signing that you brought in, who has a high ceiling. So how much fun is Coach Casey and how nice is it to have a coach who obviously has done it and delivered before uh, running this team? No, I mean, it's been tremendous to have him here when I arrived uh, to have a guy in place who's been there, done that. I mean, he's won championships uh, in the coaching ranks before. Uh, had an extremely successful run in Toronto. Uh, and he understands where we are and building this young team and uh, making these guys uh, play the right way. Uh, play hard. Uh, he's all about the right things. His message is consistent every day. Um, he's been tremendous uh, in this restoring. And uh, like I said, now, uh, you know, it, he didn't have a full complement of players. Yes. And that was on me. Uh, and now we have full complement of players. So now we can give him some tools where he and his staff can really go to work and we're excited about uh, where these guys are headed. Coach, uh, two guys I want to touch on. Sadiq Bay. Love Sadiq Can he come back in the gym or is he still not allowed to come back in the gym? Is, is he, can, <laughs> and then my guy, Beef Stew, is out at the three-point line. I loved it over the summer. <laughs> you know what? The summertime used to be a time where guys would work on their game to expand their game and work on things, maybe they're going to add something new to their game. I was so happy to see the big fella adding another dimension to his game and what that could do for your team. But tell me about those two guys. Can Sadiq, can he, can he get back in the gym? Y'all allowing him back in the gym because we know he lives in the gym. <laughs> yeah, wait, yeah, they locked you locked the gym him out. You know, can, 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 these, can he come back in and tell us about be Stu, because I love what I saw you guys doing with him playing in the summer from the three-point line. I thought it was just terrific to see. 
Yeah, both of those guys. It's funny you bring up both of those. Those those are the rocks. Right. Yeah. So, now you're talking. That's Detroit right there. Those are, yeah. Those are the rocks uh, for our ball, ball club. They drive the culture. Those they're the hardest workers. They come in. They do their job every day. I mean, they changed everything. These guys, after the game, they go straight to the weight room. And now it used to be them two. Now we have pretty much 10 guys in a weight room after the game. They started that. Those guys, they work. They don't say much. They bring it every day. And they're all about the team. And those those are the kind of guys that the Pistons have had in the past <laughs> that really drove the culture. And having those two young men here has been tremendous. I mean, Sadiq and Isaiah, the, the proof is in the put The work that they put in, you can see it this summer. Um, Isaiah Stewart, uh, he's really going to take the lead off of our team because he's going to allow us to play so many different ways. Uh, his defensive versatility uh, and now him being able to, you know, stretch it uh, will allow our offense to spread out. Um, tremendous asset. But Sadiq, he was phenomenal. He's been phenomenal this summer. I mean, he's been tra- training in both the Colorado all summer. Mm. Mm. Um, two a days, this, this, this guy, uh, he is funny. Um, being from DC, and this guy was a former Piston. He really has the same mentality as Asian Dan. Oh no, no, don't say that! Don't mm. say that. Another, another <laughs> former Detroit Piston. <laughs> yeah, same mentality. Love that. Um, shrug their shoulders. They bring it. They don't care who they're playing against. They're going to attack you the same way. And their whole thing is they're going to outwork you. You may be faster. You may jump higher. Doesn't matter. They're going to outwork you. And they're going to put their wheel on you. They're going to mow you down. Sadiq, uh, he's tremendous that way. Love hearing that about Sadiq. Obviously, we read about you know his work ethic, but it, it checks out when you hear it from the GM, and he confirms it uh, on, on pushing through here. So you love to see that. Um, just speaking in general, Troy, just about the NBA landscape. You see the Warriors obviously come back and win a championship. They get their redemption title. What what is the the kind of word around town as you're trying to build a team? Because we had the 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 pace and space, but then. Giannis last year drops 50 in a closeout game, and obviously everyone's talking about you got to have bigs. So do we feel like we're getting more back into the the normal mold of an NBA roster where we have this roster versatility and we have enough bigs? And and how much do you kind of keep up with the trends, or have you always had your own philosophy when it comes to roster construction? Well, I know four things that – travel through time (laughs) big physical tough athletes that's you can look up any era any sport (laughs) big physical tough athletes that's going to translate and and that's what we want to be we want to be big physical and tough um 
I, I don't think that Golden State gets enough credit for how tough they are, um, how physical they are. I really, I mean, they give it to Draymond, obviously, but the rest of those guys, they bring it too. Uh, yeah, they're tough. I mean, <laughs> they've been top five in defense the last 10 years. Right. I mean, <laughs> that defense is always going to translate. So um, Boston was big, physical, and tough. Milwaukee was big, physical, and tough. Mm-hmm. The, the Lakers and the bubble was big, physical, and tough. I mean, it's those teams win. Uh, mm. And we want to make sure that uh, we can put a team on the floor uh, that can play and travel anyway. Mm. And so, you know, when we go play in Dallas, you know, L.A., Chicago, New York, we want to make sure that our defense, us being big, physical, and tough, that's going to travel. Not always going to make shots, but being big, physical, and tough, that's going to translate. Mm. Troy, I, I, I would be remiss, and I agree with everything you're saying there. But we got to talk about this draft. I'm still smiling. It's, it's August, and I'm still smiling. I'm still smiling about this draft. <laughs> how did you do it? How did, how, how did you do it? This was another draft with a lot of talent. Interesting players. Mm-hmm. How did you identify these young men as Pistons and what they brought to your culture? Well, I thought we had a really good base um, of young players um, on our team. But the thing that we were lacking was some dynamic athletes. Mm. And Jalen and Jaden, in my opinion, were the two most dynamic athletes in the draft. I would agree. And when we had a chance to add one or two, uh, we had to go for it. Um, These guys are dynamic athletes and they're workers, they're great guys. Um, you know, you, you need a little luck. Um, and for, you know, Jaden first to drop to five, which me personally, I didn't think he would drop to five. And then Jalen to still be on the board after 10. Um, we had to cash in and, uh, you know, we uh, we had a night where we felt like we were able to push the business forward, getting those two young men. Uh, we pride ourselves on trying to get the person right. And not only are they dynamic athletes, they're incredible young men. Yes. So yes. we're excited about uh, those guys coming in uh pushing us forward, but we're starting to have a culture now where they come in and they can understand what 
the Pistons are all about. And uh, two young men that had bright features, but I mean, it was an incredible night for those guys to be on the board where, where we were able to pick them. Now, you know, look, Troy, you, we, we, we're so excited, but you and I and, and NBA fans all around the world, we know how hard it is to win in this league. It, it, it's tough to win. You know, talent alone doesn't win. And the organization, from Tom Gores, Arn Tellum, yourself, your staff, you guys have done a great job. Of, now you're, as you say, you're back to ground zero. What are two things you're looking for with this group this year? That you're looking to achieve yeah. this year with this group? Because... Troy, you guys are, if I read correctly, you guys are the youngest team in the league. I mean, Jalen yeah. is only what, 18, 17? Is he? Well, he's 18, right? 18. I mean, when you mm-hmm. look at him, you go, there's no way. I mean, I knew what I looked like at 18. I don't know what you looked like at 18, but I didn't look like that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> to see at 18, all of a sudden, my mind is wondering, going, and now you're looking at, at, at Ivy and you're looking at Cunningham. But you and I know it's hard to win, especially with inexperience. But what? Just give us a couple of things that we could be looking for to this season, because putting together a team and building a team doesn't always translate immediately to winning. But what is it as we're moving forward, and what we could be looking to say? Okay, let me see what we're going to achieve this year with this group. Absolutely. So the two things that we're really going to focus on, one is being strong defensively. Mm. Like that travels, that's the fabric who the Pistons are. We have to be strong defensively. And when a young group, people say that's kind of tough to do, but with a young group, I think it's the best way to hold them accountable. Um, So strong defensively, and we want to make our home court a tough place to play. <laughs> Those are two things that we want to establish. That we're going to defend, and if you come into the LCA, you're going to be in for a dogfight. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Little Caesars Arena for you for y'all that don't know. <laughs> <laughs> LCA sounds harder. (laughs) (laughs) And we got a couple guys. We got a couple guys that, I mean, we had some moments last year where it was tough, but we wanted those 41 nights. We want people to come in and say, we got to deal with these guys tonight. So uh, we're, we're looking forward to it. Yeah, when you say that in my mind, all I see is the mental image of uh, Isaiah Stewart, beef stew down in the post, down on the block, trying to make some big plays. So, uh, you know, he he represents that toughness that I think you're talking about. And obviously, a Sadiq Bay guy we talked about before. Um, Troy Weaver, uh, you know, a couple more things before we get out of here. You did give us your top five all time, uh, you know, the last time that you were on our show, which I, I found fascinating. I thought that was really good. Has anything changed for you? Because I, I keep seeing all these people updating their top fives all the time. And I really appreciated that Troy Weaver had, it was, I would call it a timeless starting five and, and pretty, pretty much one that you couldn't argue against. Um, you know, so I, I wonder if, if you had changed any of your top five all time. Um, has anything changed in your world, Troy Weaver? 
over the past couple of years? Well, it's funny you ask because there's been a running debate because I had obviously um, Kareem at center, mm-hmm. Duncan at power forward, Larry Bird at small forward, Michael Jordan at two guard and Magic at the point. And people have asked me, you know, how, do, how don't I have LeBron in my top five? Mm-hmm. Um, and since we had that conversation, LeBron has won another championship. So now he has four. Um, so, yeah, I mean, some people want to say LeBron is the best. Uh, some people want to put him at one or two. Um, but this is what I say to Larry Bird arguably without the back injury and a couple of tragedies away from having the most championships out of that group. Mm-hmm. I mean, if he doesn't lose the great Lynn Bias and Reggie Lewis in back injury. Don't, don't go here. Sure, don't go here. Sure, don't go here. Don't, don't go there. Don't go there. Don't. <laughs> No, I'm, no, I'm happy to hear that's it, too much I, I just wanted to check. That, I'm that, happy that, to hear that, it. Now you need to add in another hour going to this conversation. Don't do this, Troy. Troy, you can't do this. I, I like that you're standing packed, though. I, I, I appreciate that. And I, I really think that top five, you can't really argue against it. I mean, at any level. No, I mean, I and I didn't, LeBron, I'll wait till you finish playing, right, before mm-hmm. I adjust it. I'll wait till Kevin Durant finish playing before I adjust it. Like, we still got some guys that could crack out. Giannis, I'll wait till he finished yeah. playing. Um, but for my eyes, at 54 years old, those five guys, uh, tough to crack that list right now. Yeah, no caveats, no caveats with that list. I will leave that. I will leave that on before I let you get out of here, Troy. That because you know what, I know you a busy man. That because you now you you talking my language. Now you really done opened up something. Yeah, as soon as you say Reggie Lewis, BJ was like, "Oh man." Can I give my top five? Rap artist. Oh, <laughs> that's been, oh, that's, you done added another hour on to the conversation. <laughs> that's been a debate. That's been a debate as well uh, throughout my travels. <laughs> and I just want to make sure that a couple people get recognized as top five on my rap list. Hmm. Because I don't think they get their just due. So, obviously, Tupac and Biggie have to be on the list. Right. For me. Jay Z, mm-hmm. right? Those three. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But the other two, for me, these are the guys that I really gravitate to. 
One, it's funny. Kara's one <laughs> could be number one. Okay. He has to be in the top five. And the other one, who's probably my favorite artist, is Nas. Mm. So, Queensbridge. I don't think that those two guys, Nas and Chaos, want to get their just due. Now, I'm probably giving a little too much information into my personal life, <laughs> but I did watch <laughs> the versus Chaos One versus Big Daddy Kane. <laughs> it was a fun night, but. Nobody can battle the beast. Chaos one is a You know what, ladies and gentlemen, we got it right there. You can't get this nowhere else, but right here. <laughs> oh man. But Troy, before we let you out of here, I just got one more question. <laughs> You know, you and I have been around this game now for a number of years. How difficult now is it to construct a team in today's climate? Because it's on the outside. It seems incredibly difficult now. Roster construction, there's an art to it. It's, a, mm. it's not an accident. But how difficult is it because you – when you took over there in Detroit, I mean, this was a, it was a tough, it was a tough situation. How tough is this now? And what kind of insight can you give us in the process of what you're going through? Because there's one thing to talk about it is another thing to do it. What, could, what can you share with us for all of the, our listeners out here who want to someday do what you're doing because you're doing it and it's happening in real time. But just give us some insight on how tough this is in today's climate. Yeah, it, it's, it's extremely tough. But the main thing is you have to have a plan and you have to be steadfast on executing your plan. I think what happens in today's sports world, they're so so many so much media pressure that mm. you are always being criticized for anything you do and i think some some people get off track uh and try to appease the mob the masses they try to appease mm -hmm different things, different factions. Um, I'm not saying that you can't be flexible. And that's a big part of roster construction these days, being flexible. But we have a plan and we want to execute the plan. Uh, and we're doing it. Um, like I said, we want to make sure we get the right people in the building uh, as we build out uh, this third iteration of Piston basketball. Uh, it's all about getting the right people 
uh, in the building uh, that are binding to the right things. But it's extremely tough because you get criticized so much. Um, thankfully, I'm, uh, I'm pretty focused and determined. I have my blinders on for good or bad. Uh, mm-hmm. I have them on. Uh, I don't prescribe to the rhetoric that's out there about the Pistons. Doesn't bother me either way. Uh, I'm not on social media. Uh, <laughs> I'm about restoring the Pistons. And uh, I said, I'm, I'm on assignment to restore the Pistons. And that's that's what I'm about. Uh, that's what we'll be about, the organization, restoring the Pistons. Um, but we're going to execute our plan. Come hell or high water, we're going to execute our plan. And uh, we finally feel like uh, we're ground zero and we can take take a step forward. Mm. Well, there you have it. Uh, from Troy Weaver's mouth to yours, there you go. It is uh, the Detroit Pistons, the, the, the rejuvenation, the restoration, whatever you want to call it. Uh, things are moving in the right direction. And if you like the teal jerseys, they're also back. And, uh, I, I was happy to see my guy Jerry Stackhouse celebrating that. That was good to see too, Troy. <laughs> Yeah, got stacked back in the building. Uh, Grand Hill was, you know, back this summer with a book sign. I mean, uh, exciting times in uh, in, in Piston, Piston land. So uh, we just got to do our part come October and be ready to go. With that Detroit Teal, that Detroit Teal, it. it's beautiful. <laughs> Detroit is great. Thank you so much, my friend, for coming back. You look great. You look great. Detroit versus everybody. <laughs> the Pistons jerseys. <laughs> and you know how we do it. What up, though? <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Troy. Thanks for having me, guys.